We would like to acknowledge that this podcast meeting is being held on Aboriginal land, the land of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. And we would like to pay respect to their eldest past, present and emerging and their multiple birth parents with children with disabilities. So this week we are speaking to our beautiful podcasting friend, the OG, (laughs) from Curious Freedom. This podcast contains truth, laughter and the occasional F word, so it's not really suitable for children. Sometimes you just have to get your shits out. Shit, 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 shit. That's right, this is a language warning. Oh, shit. Hi, Mandy. Hello, Kate. We're in different houses. We are. The sound may be a little bit dodgy because we just couldn't get it to work. I know. I'm sorry, Pease. It's just Mandy in her terrible habitat. So it's not. It's just that we are just that little bit too old for tech and we have to face it. (laughs) And I've pulled a muscle moving my doona cover. Oh, We've had COVID and just all the stupid things. Like, anyway, we're here. We are here. To speak today with our gorgeous friends. So you want to say hello? Hi. (laughs) (laughs) So Mandy and Kirsty have been friends for a while. Yes, she knows me when I was church, Mandy. Mm, I'm a (laughs) ring-in. Yeah, we won't mention just how long ago that was, Mandy, because we both look 25, so it sh- oh, could yeah, not well, be look- 25 years ago. No, how awesome. So let's get with our questions and then we'll get into chatting and finding out all about you. So, yeah, go yep. for it. Okay, so our first question is, do you have a song or a band or music that pumps you up in the good times or, like, really helps you in the bad times? I really struggled with this because I realised that actually what I do now is listen to podcasts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So music and and the only music that I really listen to is when my kids hop in the car and they take over my Spotify. Yeah. So I'm listening to a lot of rap because that's what Ollie likes and I'm listening to a lot of some Lewis Capaldi. Oh, yeah, Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift, you know, that for Amelie when she's hopping in the car. So, (laughs) you know, that's the extent of my musical prowess at the moment. But when I go to um, uh, my Cairo and he's playing music, he plays like all like 90s music and it makes me think of when I was first married and we'd be listening to like Missy Higgins and like I'm like oh I feel so like I'm like transported 20 years and like back to when I knew Mandy yes (laughs) yes that type of music Then I also went away recently with my sister on an 80s cruise and so we got to listen to lots (laughs) of 80s and we were primary school kids in the 80s and Mm. so and like we lived in Papua New Guinea so we didn't have access when at the end of the 80s I lived in Papua New Guinea so we didn't have a lot of access to um technology yeah yeah yeah. um and I but I did have um you know a tape deck and I'd listen to American Top 40 and so I'd be like play record play record so (laughs) that's like I love when that. we were on this cruise, like there's all these slightly older people yeah. around us and we were like, you know, dancing like we were 12 again. So yeah, it was fun. So, I love all music though. In your yeah. pictures, you looked amazing. Oh, yeah. I did look amazing. <laughs> that, they're the ones you should put on social media. Yeah, we'll pop oh, them up. Please. That's Insta a true them. representation of who yeah. you are. Yeah, yeah. True. Mm. So tell me, did you win any awards at school? I don't recall winning many awards. I would, yeah, I was a, you know, a good student Mm. but not an outstanding student Mm. and I was well-behaved but I love to chat as well, hence why I also have a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) 
So I I don't recall and now I feel a little like you guys in that I abhor them for my children. Yep. But then also get excited when they do because I'm like really proud of them too. Yeah. But then I'm like, but that's stupid. Why are they rewarding you I know. for that? When yeah. So I'm torn. Yeah. yeah. Like Natalie and Bruglia. Yes. Thank you. Oh. Oh, see these that song. I'm going on I want to go on this 90s cruise because uh, like that's like yeah. you know really got into music and yeah, I can oh sing God, every God. line of every song. Bring and- out stones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. All three of us. Let's go on a 90s cruise. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, all right. Our favourite question is why are you a P? Well, I am a P because I adore you both. <laughs> And I started listening to your podcast and then discovered that I am actually a P because my children have got um, neurodiversity. Mm. And so that's been fun and probably other people in my house have neurodiversity. (laughs) I know. It's very genetic. Yeah. Mm. Um, And... And I also work with a lot of P's mm. in my in my job, and mm. I'm and I'm a human being, so I'm surrounded by P's yeah, in life, and it's a joy. Mm. Yes, it is that's a joy. True. So let's go back. We met each other in the '90s, and we were at church together. And then you moved to New South Wales, and then we lost touch. And then all of a sudden I saw you posting that you had a podcast about decluttering and my house was filled to the brim with mm. three daughters' stuff and I just could not stop listening to you. I was messaging you incessantly, <laughs> showing you photos of I'm doing this and I've done that and you were like, okay, thanks, Mandy. <laughs> but I just was like, wow, listen, and you're laughing in your podcast. You, um, It was Australian women. Mm. I was like this is incredible and yeah I don't know what else to say other than that just <laughs> gave us some thinking that maybe we could do something similar to you mm. and you have and you've blown it out of the water and you're uber uber famous oh <laughs> no and I'm like and I'm like giddy because I get to be on your podcast <laughs> it's taken so long that's just terrible yeah. so, um, no we're here now, right? So yeah. tell us about when you started getting into decluttering. Yeah, how yeah, did that sure. start? Your first job. Sorry, Mandy. What is your first career? No, it was not my first career. So um, I was a really not great accountant <laughs> and I, was, I wasn't I was a dodgy. It just didn't light me up. <laughs> yeah, okay. You could do it. Um, you didn't like it. I could do it. I didn't love it. I... Mm. Um, Worked for a firm in Blackie. Yeah. <laughs> um, those in in the eastern suburbs of Melbourne may be familiar with the firm that I worked with. And I worked in corporate before that. And then um, I moved into financial planning at um, the um, partnership I was at. And I loved financial planning. And um, Mandy and I have talked about that too because of... <laughs> Her love of financial planning too. <laughs> it provides for my home, so I'm very thankful. Yeah. It's not a world I am very good at. So anyway, yep. Well, I loved it because I loved talking to people, not so yes. much the giving advice but the connecting with people. Mm-hmm. So yes, when. It's about that too. It's a very people job. Yeah. Yeah. I told my brother to get into it because he was like, oh, Kirsty, I think I'm, you know, pretty good at accounting. And I was like, no, get into financial planning. Yeah. And now he's in the insurance. Anyway, whatever. Um, he, I then got pregnant because um, I'd moved into this practice when um, I was newly married and I was very open and honest with everybody I interviewed for jobs. I was like, what's your paternity <laughs> arrangement like tell me like I was you know 20 maybe 30 at the time when I was or 29 when I was looking for jobs so I was like there's no point in hiding it I'm clearly of the age that I'm going to get pregnant in the next couple of years so and I'm very open and honest transparent person so um anyway got into financial planning loved it 
um, Simon at my husband at the time was like, oh, by the way, I don't want children. And so I was like, oh, my oh, I've just found out all the mat leave policies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could have worked somewhere else. Yes. <laughs> um, so by the way, I don't want children. Yeah, by the way. By the way. I've changed my mind. Oh, wow. <laughs> he clearly changed it back. They changed it back. Because we have two beautiful mm. children. Mm. Um and so I went into financial planning thinking, oh, I've got to make a career of this. And then we, he changed his mind. We got pregnant, had children. Um, and when um, my first was um, six months old, Simon got made redundant. Mm. So that opened up the world for us in mm. terms of um, where could we live, what could we do, what, where does Simon want to where does he want to take his career? So he wanted to take his career to Sydney. Um, in his industry, it's a whole bigger industry right. up in Sydney. So we moved to Sydney and I was, you know, um, a very um, 90s wife in that <laughs> I'd be like, sure, honey, let's do, uh, like, let's follow your career. Let's do what oh, yeah, I want to be. how we were brought up. Yeah, and mm. I, I thought that I wanted to be home with my children. Mm. <laughs> um, Especially um, when they're six months old. Yeah. Yes. I mean, yes, you're, yes. you're really mother-bearing at that point in your life. Yeah. yeah. And I thought that I would love, I always wanted to be a mum, mm. like from the get-go. And so, you know, mum told me to be an accountant or something that would work well for being a mum because she always knew I wanted to be a mum. So I was like, mm. I'm yes, I'll give up my life for my children and be a mum. Yep. And I thought that I would really, really love it. And I love, love my children. Oh, yeah. I just didn't enjoy being a mum of little children. Which and full a, time. It's, yeah. it's a really tricky because you love it with all your heart. You're so, you've found something that you didn't even know you could love this much when you have this child. But they're really boring. They don't talk back to you. They, you know, you just watch the same episode of Play School seven times in a row and you're like, oh, I still miss being an adult out in the workforce. It's a weird time. It is weird. And, you know, you'd go and set up all this craft and do, this is my experience, I'd like go, awesome, I'm so inspired by, you know, whatever TV, you know, Play School mm -hmm. and whatever, all these other things and blogs I was reading, oh, I'm going to set up all this craft and then they'd do it for two seconds and go, okay, <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'd be like, oh, it just wasn't, it just wasn't what I thought it would look like. And I didn't like it like mm. I thought I would. Mm. So Simon could see that and was gently encouraging me the whole time. Maybe you should go back to work. And I'm like, mm. no, this is what we've designed our life around. Mm -hmm. Me staying at home, me being a full-time mum, me loving mm. this early childhood stage. Mm. Mm. And so I just like set myself up for disappointment in so many different ways or, or missed expectations in yeah. so many ways. Um, and anyway, coming back to your question, Mandy, how did I get into decluttering? I, um, Simon is very, you know, he's probably on the spectrum. He, he says that he is, so it's mm. okay. Mm. Um, and so he um, loves order and loves having everything just so in our house because that helps him to um, be calm in his body yeah. and be calm in his mind. Mm. And so it was a big clash when we got married. Again, mm. all these things that nobody really prepares you for yeah. and what marriage is actually like, what having children is actually like yeah. or could be like. It's, mm. you know, because everybody's different, every mm. home's different. Yeah. And Anyway, so it was a big clash of cultures mm. when we got married and being the dutiful 90s wife, I was like, oh, well, I have to make him happy and mm. I have to do what makes him. And obviously I love him. And oh, yeah. Obviously also now knowing so much more about neurodiversity, like mm. that is a great way of showing love for, yeah. to him mm. and helping him as well. So consequently... I got on board the clean train, the organised train. <laughs> was not an easy pairing of trains. No. Um, and but I made it work, and I I changed my habits. Mm -hmm. um, and for me, it was all about habits. Mm -hmm. And I 
was able to change the way that I operated in the world so much so that now things bother me in my home it doesn't bother me coming to anybody else's home but in my home mess and clutter frustrates me yeah right so I'm like whoa how much have I changed when I you know I remember my bedroom as a teenager in the early 20s I was like it oh, was yeah. piles everywhere and it didn't bother me at yeah. all and our house was always clean but it was never like tidy Organized. and it didn't bother me yeah and so a big change of habits for me um I stopped procrastinating so much and I stopped um, not knowing where everything was because everything had a home and I'd be quick to put it back in its home. And so when it came to when my daughter was um, 15 months old, I walked into Howard Storage and I um, picked up one of their brochures and I got home and um, the kids must have been asleep because <laughs> I was read this brochure magazine and inside it had an article about a professional organizer um, or declutter coach as we call as I call myself now and I was like what what is this wow what <laughs> this is a whole industry and so I started googling and looking around and going wow like what is this job what does it look like and went hey, babe, do you think I could do this as a business? Because I have radically changed. Yeah. I would love to help other people yes. to, um, to transform in their own way and I'd love to come alongside people and help them. And he was all like, sure, go for it, try it. <laughs> and so then I, the kids put the kids in daycare for one day a week and just started doing it. Um, it was in the days where you could advertise on Facebook for free and yeah. go into, you know, mum's groups and advertise yeah. for free. And mm. um, so I just got traction in my local council area um, and started helping people. Um, and it, and then it was ticking along because I still had little toddlers yeah. and preschoolers. Um, and then when both kids were at school, I was like, right, I'm all in on this yeah. business. I'm going to send it. Yeah. And that's when I had um, a friend of mine, Amy, got in contact with me and said, hey, I'm now a professional organiser too. We'd been speaking a little bit over the years and um, she's like, I th why don't we do something together? You're mm -hmm. in Sydney, I'm in Melbourne. Why don't we do a collab, a collab together and see mm. if we can grow our mailing list in a very business orientated way. Yeah. And we came up with a couple of ideas and nothing felt right for us. And mm. I was hugely, um, had a real, like, I really want to start a podcast. Mm. And, you know, this is, you know, six and a half years ago when not yep. every woman and her mm. budgie were doing That's right. podcasts. Yep. And so, like, Amy was like, what's a podcast? And <laughs> yep. I'm like, don't worry, I'll do the tech. Yep. You just show up and give your knowledge and, mm. like, let's have a chat. And so we did and it went gangbusters. It really did. Super quickly. Mm. Yeah. And, and so we were just like, what? And Simon was like, why are you putting so much time into this podcast? You really need to be focusing on the business. And I'm mm. like, uh, the podcast is a thing, mate. Yeah. Like ha check out how many listeners. <laughs> and because he wasn't really into podcasts no. either at the time. So it, it's it, it's so weird that in six years, six and a half years, it could be so different. So yeah. Different. Yeah. So, and I think yeah. also you, we all would like to be a little bit tidier and more organised. It's not my passion in life to run a house that is like super, super organised, but I have my areas like, I cannot misplace anything related to school, like uniforms, homework. That just tips me over the edge. So even though I'm not super organized, that area of my life is. And my keys have to hang up at the front door. I can't have that feeling when I'm walking out of the house. So, you know, I have little areas in my life. But I think what your podcast did was made us realize we all have areas in our life that are really causing us a lot of stress and angst. And we then have a hang up. Oh, I have a hang up as a woman. Like, well, why is this my responsibility? Why am I adding to the mental load and organizing the whole house? That's not fair. And then I bounce back and go, but if I don't do it, 
the whole house is chaos and it actually affects me greatly. So I, what I loved about what you did was I could pick and choose. I'd be like, laundry, yes, hell yeah, I need help there, you know? It was mm-hmm. just so amazing and amazing to hear two Australian women talking, yes, not love- Americans. We love you, America, but not like the moms and yeah. the mudroom and things that didn't, we don't have those things. And stores, like they have such different stores and they can go to Target and get everything that they want yeah, there. And we can't. Include, and we can't. Like, and and that, like, that's what I was trying to do a podcast for something else at the time and it wasn't getting, I mm. couldn't make it work. Mm. And then this was so easy. Yeah. Like it just, it, it flowed. So it, we, we knew we were on the right thing. And mm. then, you know, our, you know, NDIS came in and mm. we've been able to, we were able to grow our business through the NDIS mm. and and then, you know, we've now obviously gone our separate ways, mm. but we're both still professional organisers yeah. and we're both running similar businesses, but we're Well, you're in different states too, anymore. so it's, yeah. and the pandemic, like how do you run? Uh, you reporting separately. Yeah, it all changed. You know, and she was in lockdown in Melbourne like we were and, mm. you know, I mean, challenging. Yeah. Yeah. Bloody hard. And it was just, it was time. It yeah. was time to go our separate ways and, um, yeah, so I'm, I loved, I, I, yeah. I really loved our time together and have, um, yes, super grateful for everything that we achieved together. Oh, yeah. We're proud of you both. Yeah, remarkable. And you introduced us to ACAST, which was just the most amazing thing. Yeah, life-altering. Life-changing. Mm. I, my biggest passion, so is not decluttering, it is championing the yeah. other people. And yeah. I have loved being part of your story, yeah. <laughs> like a teeny tiny little part a of your story. Part. Like I loved being able to share my knowledge mm. with you, Mandy, in the beginning when you were asking a million questions mm. and I'm with and of course I'm going to be like, hey Cass, you need to get on these hot, hot things. <laughs> like you, these 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 girls are going places and if you don't want them, some other broadcaster <laughs> is going to get them. And Thank so you. like and I just I love you girls and I love what you have brought to Australia as well, like mm. that there's Australian voices speaking about disability. And I love that you are doing it from your place of wisdom, which is being mums. Mm. And and you, I really love, I'm really passionate that stories matter. And I mm. love that you guys champion that stories matter, that everybody's stories matter. Like, yes, you I know your hearts would love to be interviewing absolutely every single person in the whole of the world who is a mum with kids with disabilities or a mum who has disabilities. And so I'm just cheering you on until you achieve that <laughs> unattainable oh, milestone. <laughs> So well, I just wanted the world to know that we're really grateful to you. Oh, yeah, that. so grateful. And answered all of our questions every single time really quickly. Um, I think there's something amazing about women holding up women. Mm. I think men have done it for years, you know, the corporate things passed on between this man and that man. But we didn't really have the space to do it often as women and now we can and the reason that our podcast has grown is because other women have given us a boost along the way. So, yeah, I think it's remarkable what women do for other women. Often people are like, oh, women can be catty. And I'm like, but women can be incredibly supportive. And yeah. So if we have peas listening who have little peas and their life's overwhelming and they can't quite get everything together, do you have like a few tips that would be like, just do these little things? And it might just make life that little bit easier for you. Yeah. Um, I interviewed one of my team members the other day. It hasn't been released yet. Um, and she made a comment that has really stuck with me. Mm. And it is a little counterintuitive. <laughs> 
Because what she said, Jen, her, her name is, she said that she puts the house first before she puts herself first. Mm-hmm. And I know that that might get your backup, yep. beautiful listener, because we're told all the time, fill your own cup, make mm-hmm. sure that you, you've got your oxygen mask on, mm-hmm. make sure mm-hmm. that. Um, and I absolutely agree with that. So you absolutely need to be doing things that light you up, that fulfill you, um, but it is damn hard when you're a mum to do that. And so one of the things that I've been thinking of since doing having that conversation with Jen is like, I'm like, I'm going to practice that and mm. put my house first in the morning just mm. for half an hour when I get home from dropping the kids off. Mm. I'm just going to put the house first, which means cleaning up the kitchen from the kids because yeah. my kids are, you know, teens and tweens, so they get themselves breakfast and they get them, their lunches ready. Um, and so I clean up and clean up the kitchen, put the washing on and make sure that I've had a shower. Mm. <laughs> so, and just doing that means that I don't come out and see a dirty kitchen and go, oh, I've got to find time to, for that. Yeah. Or, oh, I forgot about that. Or And the same with the washing. Like mm. I have an ear out for the washing machine because ours just bu- buzzes like twice and then stops. Yeah, and yeah. so I'm like, I've got to have an ear out, which is a little bit of a mental load. But <laughs> yeah. um, I try as much, like I'm not perfect and a house isn't perfect and um, I don't expect anybody else to be perfect. Everybody's unique. Everybody, mm. every house is unique. Everybody needs to do what works for them. Mm. And I so I I have found this advice a little challenging myself because mm. I'm all like, no, put yourself first. Make sure you have breakfast. Make sure you have a cup of tea. Please don't put ourselves first anyway. So we're, our community are people that have to put their children first. Mm have to dress them feed them all the things so okay then there is a time where we can maybe put the house right and then maybe we can do something for ourselves mm. we're already used to coming dead last mm. i know and that's why i'm like enough, but it's the truth but I'm... it's freeing to hear yes, that other people do that, that. That's and right. yeah. for some for some of us when our children go to school or daycare or adult placement or whatever there is some moments that we yeah. can carve back and for yeah. some of us who do 24-7 care, there isn't. So, yeah. you know, that's the whole spectrum of, of life, yeah. isn't it? But I think if you hear that other people are living like that, you're like, oh, I feel a weight off. You know, it's not just me that isn't getting a massage. So, Yeah, yeah but, that's why. Yeah. 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 And one of the reasons that I say all of that is because I've also it's being released it, by the time this episode's released, it's probably been released, but I interviewed um, my chiropractor on stress and it was a fascinating discussion mm. around how our bodies react to stress. Mm. And I um, have been just mulling that over and going, well, the stress that my house causes me, mm. like we're not like, and it's not stress like, you know, a somebody's diet or you know it's not a big stress but all the stresses count like it and so um by me not being frustrated that I've got to still do the dishes or I've got to still put the clothes on or there's no clothes to wear or oh it all that is frustrating to me. Now, that's not the case for everybody. Mm. I absolutely appreciate it. Lots of people are clutter blind. Lots of people don't bother. Like, it doesn't bother them. Mm. And so that's cool. Yeah, that's like, what makes yay. life interesting. Yeah. I'm really happy, like, that that, mm. that not everybody's like me. God, that would be a, the <laughs> most incredibly boring world. Yeah. But I do know that lots of people are frustrated by that stuff. Mm. And so by not being, by by thinking about your future self, Mm. by just taking the five minutes to just clean up and by, like I often talk about thinking about future Kirsty, mm. and I get you know Kate you were talking about like getting irritated like why do I have to be like Mm-mm. why am I carrying all of this why can't somebody else in my house think mm. to put the clothes on like jeepers they're all adults yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. um 
or even if they're not, <laughs> like why isn't there somebody else? But I am often the person I get frustrated with as well. Mm. Like, ugh, if I had just done that, now I wouldn't be trying to get out the door and get the go to dancing with a girl who's melting down because I forgot to wash her T-shirt yes. that she's wear, wearing to ballet. And so now she's having a meltdown the whole 20 minutes drive. Yep. And now I can't get her into dancing because yeah. she is distressed. Yeah. And that was on me. That wasn't on her. That was on me. Yeah. That, And so I'm like, how can I set everybody up for success? And yeah. for me, it's in the little habits. It's not in the big things. And it's not coming in and doing a big, massive declutter of your house, although that might help. Yeah. But in a week's time, it might be looking exactly the same. And so my heart is really around like what tiny habits can we put in place so that our future self can go, oh, thank God yeah. you did that, Kirsty, because now she's not having a meltdown. Yeah. <laughs> because- yeah, it's massive. It's massive. I think that's why the school stuff means so much to me. Mm. Where I've, I can't. That's where the rubber hits the road. Yeah, yeah. I can't you mess really with that. Let them down. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's a high priority for me. I think the other thing that I realised, not when the boys were little, because when the boys were little, we lived like um, we had nothing anywhere. The chairs were on the table. There wasn't one candle. People were always coming and go. Are you moving? I was like, No. This is how we live. Um, the cutlery drawer was taken out, yes. and it was laundry in a locked door. So yeah. Not. But when you go there, you couldn't get a knife because it was in your laundry with the door shut. Yeah. And the chairs were all on top of the table when yeah. I first met Kate. Yeah. 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 And I'm someone who loves a bit of cute clutter, so yeah. it was a big, big, big shift for me. But I think the other thing that I worked out about probably 10 or 12 years ago was I do feel judged when people come over in my house as a mess, even though I shouldn't. I've spoken to my therapist about it. I know I shouldn't. I do. I can't change it. It's from my childhood. It's just I'm stuck with it, right? But I also like to sit in a nice space. So all I did was decide that I'd keep my kitchen and family room tidy, the two rooms that if people came in, they'd see and... I started having a little tiny system for how I'd do that and, you know, sometimes work was really busy and I was leaving at 7am. It all goes, you know, can't always work. No. But I think then, and my children were older because, you know, when your kid's are little and you set up a designated playroom, that is the most deluded part of yourself that you will ever be. A hundred percent. Those toys are coming into the kitchen. Be. Yeah, they do not. I say this to new little yep. mum, you know, like toddler mums all the time they're like let's I want to set up a playroom no. and I'm like why they want to be with you yep. they d- trust me yeah the three-year-old does not want to be more than a meter away no. from you so you're going to be tripping over those trucks yep you're going to be tripping over the dollhouse yep. because she's going to bring it into yep. the kitchen yep. don't even worry about a playroom it's just a deluded time or if you life. have a playroom <laughs> make it your lounge room yeah right up close to your <laughs> lounge room Put out a banana lounge and just chill on out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember I used to like rake all the blocks and the Lego at the end of the day and then pack it all up and then, yeah, the next day rake it all again. But, yeah, I think once the kids are a bit older and we had a space that was tidier, they started in a way to respect that. They're not perfect, right? They are far from perfect, as I am. But they too are drawn to the nice space. So that was like a real epiphany for me going, ah, it's not just me that likes this. And we work with a lot of families um, who have got kids on the spectrum Mm. um, or kids with ADHD. And so having that quietness Mm. of that visual quietness Mm. and having a space a designated home for everything can be so helpful mm. to um, for for those people and for the people who live with them. Mm. Mm. <laughs> and it can and 
And hence why my focus is on decluttering because we often have too much stuff. Yeah. So yes, I love, I absolutely love habits and I see that habits can really transform the way that homes work. And those habits are easily, more easily established when you've got a whole lot less. Like when you've got less toys to pack away, it makes packing away the toys quicker and easier and easier to teach your children. When you've got less, you know, less of anything, when you've got less dishes, mm. then you kind of need to wash the dishes. When you've got less clothes, you kind of need to wash your mm. clothes. And But it's also quicker and easier to do that because you're not having to do seven loads of laundry in one day. You're actually, oh, I, you know, I only need to do one or two or, you know, I, I can leave it to the weekend and mm. I can do seven loads, but when we haven't run out of undies this week, like, <laughs> yeah. or, or we have because yeah. we've only got seven undies. I'm not saying that yeah, people yeah, should yeah, only yeah. have seven undies, but it it's just, it's a lot it's so much easier to keep your home tidier. Like Amanda can attest to this because she's done the big declutter. But I keep doing it still. I just went to the op shop the other day and they wouldn't take my books and they said, we're not taking books at the moment. And I was like, what am I going to do? So then I went back two days later and they go, yeah, we'll take your books. <laughs> so scared I'd see the same guy. But I thought, come on, it's just a constant work in progress. Yeah, it is. And yeah. I think what always hits me is when you go on holidays and you'll stay in a really small little apartment and you're like, I have nothing to do. I have yeah. swept this floor and done the dishes. There is nothing to do. And I I do have a little bit of a, uh, I love washing every day. I just don't like it building up. So even on holidays, I do the load of washing. The clothes are hung out and I'm like, I literally have 10 hours. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, I could live like this if I really wanted to. <laughs> yeah, one of one of your beautiful listeners and my beautiful listener um, emailed me the other day and said, I think you should do an episode on living, going on holidays and living in a hotel room or, yeah. or staying in an apartment and, and how much that oh. gives you mm. because you, you don't have dirty laundry no. and you don't have all the clutter because you're, it's a beautiful, clear space and you haven't brought – some families absolutely need to bring the kitchen oh, sink yeah. with them. Like, and that's not true for everybody. Absolutely no. want to acknowledge that. But in particularly if we go away by ourselves, yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. it really <laughs> is. about when people can access your business. Now, you've got staff in Sydney. Yes, and in Melbourne. In Melbourne, okay. So they've got an NDIS plan. What does that look like when they contact you and what can? how can they make that work? Yeah, well, great question. So it depends on the goals that, yep. you know, with anything with NDIS, we have to work, the participant has to be working on their goals. Yep. And so... But it's fun to look at the goals and go, well, actually to attain that goal, you need, you know, for mm. instance, if you're training, if um, you've got teenagers who are wanting to be independent mm. and so they're getting their support workers to come in and help them to teach them to cook, yes. you need an organised kitchen to be able to do that. Mm. And yes. so we can come in and help you to declutter and organize the kitchen, which prepare, which sets your teenager up mm. for success when they're learning to live independently. Mm. We can come in, um, you know, getting your house decluttered and organized so that other therapies can come yeah. in is incredibly beneficial. Mm. And also I always know my support workers, unfortunately this house is their workplace. Yes. Yes. I must always like, I think, oh, Respect shit. Respect that. Toilet because they're coming. Mm. Or uh, I've got to have a bin in the toilet because they're young women. They've probably yeah. got their, you know, like um, all that stuff. This is their workplace. Mm. So some days it's awful in here. Mm. And I remember a couple of weeks ago, I said to one of them, Are you happy you're nearly ready to go? And she goes, You betcha. <laughs> <laughs> So that's quite overwhelming to have people in your home all the time and that's their workplace. But I could see how 
that would be part of a goal that you could work towards as well. Yeah. Yeah. And then obviously there are specific goals that we can be helping you to work towards or your, your children. Um, and yeah. And so we do, we work with um, lots of, um, lots of people, di- whole s- stream of different disabilities and yeah. um, it's a joy. Um, we love my ideal client we're gonna is people who want to have transformation Mm, in their home um we get lots of support coordinators ringing us up and saying hey this participant really needs your help Mm. and but the participant doesn't want our help and that's not a fun place to be it's it's judgy well, you know, and I'm I'm just like, well, I'm available, but if the family doesn't want help with sleep, no. then I, yeah, they don't have to. Yeah, we're allowed yeah. to live yeah. completely different lives and how we want to, and yeah, yeah. and I know <sighs> my boys who are obviously neurodivergent. The way they have their rooms is chalk and cheese. Like one is so ordered, and the other is pure chaos, and they would want a completely different thing. You know, and they're identical twins. So I think I love that because I'm like, I know when I'm in this space, it reflects this person and in this space, it reflects that person. But there's nothing worse than someone telling you, you need to do this when you're like, no, I don't. I just, I don't want to do that. Yeah, I'm it's fine. A, it's a tricky space to be in as a practitioner. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And I want, I, I really want to support people. And if that if that support means not working with me, yeah. then that's how I'll support yeah. you. Like I don't want to, you know. And and it's and then that gets tricky too because we're working with families and there's all different personalities within yeah. the same family. Yes. And not everybody is as generous hearted as you, Kate, um, <laughs> in letting your teenager be, you know, have his room chaotic. Mm. Like some parents really want really couldn't cope with that because mm. of their, you know, like <laughs> yeah. my family can't cope with that because yeah. of our neurodivergency. Yeah. So, um, but it is like going, okay, well, does your son actually want the help? Because that's going to be really tricky, you know, yeah. for him, you know, using you as an example, Kate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, and so often we're working with the mums because they're the ones in control of their home and Mm. they can make the decisions. Um, But we love working with children too and Mm. coming in and being able to um, teach children as well. Because a lot, you know, for our generation, a lot of parents were working at home, living, you know, uh, working in the home. Yeah working out of the home and so they did everything for us and so we didn't learn how to be an adult so true and so how can that's why our homes aren't um as functional as we may want them to be because we didn't know and we never got taught and so we come alongside mums all the time and just um just offer suggestions we come with no judgment Mm. you know as as much as anybody can come to anything with no judgment um but we we don't come in and tell anybody what to do you know we're um if they want suggestions we're happy to offer suggestions but we work with towards the vision that they have for their home Mm. and what it is that they're wanting to achieve so you know they're like oh i really can't I don't know how to schedule my days. I don't know how to schedule the tidying up of the house. Mm. I don't know how to do this. We're like, okay, cool. Let's sit down and we can work on a schedule with you. And they're like, I don't know. And then some people are like, absolutely have a really clear vision. Like this is how I want the room to look. And I just need a second pair of hands. Yes. And it's a body doubling effect. Cool. Awesome. Let's get in there and and do that for you. Yeah. And as I said, every home is unique. It's yeah. taking some of it off us and nobody takes it off us. So what a joy. It's amazing. Yeah. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did-we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage 
Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. And we want to, like, we could obviously talk to you all day, right? Mm. But we really want to encourage you, pump up your new business. A lot of the P's here in Melbourne and Sydney probably could use a hand. Yeah. So you want to tell us everything about Curious Freedom, what it's about, what it means to you. Tell us. Yep. Oh, you girls are so kind. <laughs> so, so kind. So Curious Freedom, I named it that because I want people to be curious about themselves mm. and I am curious about people yeah. and freedom because that's my ultimate desire for people to be living in freedom, whatever that looks like for your unique person, mm. your unique home. Mm. So there's no, um, I just want to be championing you like mm. and championing your vision for the life that you want to live and so if I can come alongside you and my team can come alongside you in any way to help facilitate and to speed that up then that's what I want to do I want people to be free to go get the massage right yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> as if they're not constantly yeah, putting things away that not- they didn't need yeah yeah, and I want them to be freed up to be focused on the most important things in life, which mm. is definitely not your house. No. Like your house is not the most important thing. People mm. are the most important, and that mm. includes you mm. and it includes your precious loved ones. Mm. And so if I can come in and my team can come in and facilitate that and the vision that you have for your home and the um, freedom that you're desiring, then that's what I want to do. And that's what my team love doing. They love coming alongside Mm. people and loving them where we find them. Like we have no expectations that, you know, people often say, okay, what do I need to do to prepare? I'm like, nothing. We want to see your home in its natural state. We don't want you to buy any containers because we promise we'll find enough containers for you in your current home. (laughs) 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 We, we, because we want to be able to help you to live your best life. And to do that, we need to see how you're living right now. Mm. And we have no expectation that your life is perfect. We have no expectation that we are perfect. We bring our whole selves to our job, which means that we come imperfectly into your home as well. And we sit with you in your mess and we love you in your mess Mm. and we love you out of your mess <laughs> so, <laughs> and we we just we love seeing transformation and what we love seeing transformation way more than seeing you know an instagram before and after mm. we love seeing the freedom and the light mm. and people's shoulders being able to relax yes. and that like being able to breathe a little mm. bit yes better and having being able to fill your whole chest with air Mm. instead of only taking a half shallow breath Mm. like we love seeing that trans physical transformation in people and then that mindset change in people as well that like I can do this this is not as big as I made it out in my head to be and actually just by doing a few tweaking a few little things my Mm. day runs better my kids days run better by helping my children get into different habits their life runs better with you know self-sufficiently without me nagging them Mm. like and yeah it's I 
we just love people. Yeah. <laughs> That's where it comes down to. We just love well, people and want to be championing them in the ways that we can. Well, we love you too. We do love you. We want you to shine in this world that is challenging every single day. Mm. So we will put everything in the show notes. You can find Kirsty at Curious Freedom. She has a podcast and she has the decluttering work. So mm. go and find her, book her and her team in. Let's pump up another P. Kate and I love this better than anything. Yep, favourite part. Yes. Yeah. Love it, love it, love it. So thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you for being our friends, whatever the weather, and um, we're, we're on your team, okay? Yeah. Thank you. I just... I really want to honour both of you. Let's see if I can do this without crying. <laughs> you have both opened my world up Aww. to so much. Like I understand I have so much more compassion and empathy and knowledge and, you know, it may not be my lived experience but I have been able to live vicariously through your guests mm. And yourselves, I can't thank you enough because I feel like I am such a better person yeah. because of the the beautiful work that you both put out into this world. Mm. You've changed my life for the better Aww. and you're changing so many people's lives every single week and I'm so, I've been honoured to be your friend Mandy for so long and Kate for us five years or however long it's been it's been I'm I have loved championing you girls and I have loved the transformation that I've seen in my life because of it so I just honor you both so much you're both beautiful women and I am so ever grateful to your friendship to the beautiful work you put out same to you. Yeah, yes. you're a beautiful, beautiful human and we love you. And during lockdown you kept sending us little gifts and yes. I still used my wheat bag last night that you gave Yes, me. I did too. <laughs> and I, I always think of you. <laughs> With all my Have aches, dr- my sore knee gets a little bit of Kirsty wrapped around it every night. Just champagne when we hit, you know, things and yeah. like oh. our book launch, like all that stuff. You're very oh. encouraging. Oh, she's got her podcast of therapy t-shirt on. Oh, it's It's like she's flashing. I'm flashing, definitely flashing. (laughs) It's my favourite merch ever. Oh, podcast of therapy YouTube. I've got both t-shirts. Like I wear both t-shirts. The other one's dead. I think think I've passed it on to Amelie as a night t-shirt or something because I wore it to death. Thank you, gorgeous friend. Thank you, thank you. You take care. Thank you, lovely. Bye.